Hi, this is Kevin Miller, and you're listening to Old Farts Martial Arts. Hi there, and welcome to Old Farts Martial Arts. My name is Sensei Kevin L. Miller. And I'm Sensei Nancy Miller. We are both Shodan Senseikon style karate under the instruction of Master Dale Thayer of West Virginia Seikon Karate and Soki Don Madden of the American Karate and Jiu-Jitsu Union. Together, we're your hosts for this podcast, dealing with the problems and joys of being an old guy in the martial arts. Nancy and I started taking karate in 2005 at the age of, um, let's see, 46 Pretty much on a whim, right, Nan? Well, yes, but it was something you wanted to do for a long time. I really only did it because you wanted to, and for, to help me keep in shape, and because I wanted to keep an eye on you, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You'd think after 30 years of marriage, you'd trust me. Well, after 30 years, I know better than the trust you. <laughs> anyway. Kevin, maybe you should give the people listening, well, both of them, a bit of a background on us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, where do I begin? Uh, let's see. We're both Shodans in Seikon Karate, something I never thought I'd say. See, it's like this. Six years ago, I weighed 650 pounds. I'm going to pause for a moment so that you can go, what? Yes, I said that right. 650 pounds. I weighed as much as a grand piano or a Brett Favre twice. See, I'd always been a big kid, and it runs in my family. Gradually, over the last 20 years, I just gained weight until finally I had to do something. So I did. In 2003, I had bariatric surgery, and over the next year and a half, I lost 450 pounds. That's right, 450 pounds. Sounds easy, right? But it wasn't, and it required me to turn my life totally upside down. Well, fortunately for you, you had one big advantage, a kind, sweet, and long-suffering wife. Yes, dear, whatever you say. Anyway, one of the things I had to do was really exercise for the first time since I was in high school, and I discovered one very, very important thing. It sucked. I hated to exercise. And, you know, I realized that to keep my weight off and stay healthy, I needed some form of exercise that was going to keep me entertained while helping me work up a sweat and keep those pounds at bay. But everything I tried, I hated. Running? Uh, too hard on knees and feet. I mean, after all, I'd been 650 pounds. Walking? Well, is better, but boring. Aerobics? Yeah, right. I look good in a sweat suit. Give me a break. Ballroom dancing? Yeah, but I'm, it's fun, but I'm rhythmically challenged and I have hips of concrete. Tennis? <laughs> yeah, oh please. So I'm about to give up when Nancy decides to take me for a walk through our little town of Clendenin one day. And as we're walking along Main Street, we look up and lo and behold, there's a karate school we didn't even know was there. West Virginia Seikon Karate Academy. When I was a kid, I was hooked on those old kung fu movies. And I really wanted to take karate, but my parents, they just couldn't afford it. And by the time I was had made enough money to do it, and I was on my own with a wife and son and way too fat to think about it. So here I am staring in the window of this place, and out walks 7th degree black belt Dale Thayer, dressed up in a gi and looking all Kwai Chang Kane, you know, and I'm thinking, oh boy, what now? Well, we started to talk, and I tell him I'm way too old for this, and I wish I could. Dale kind of stands there and rubs his beard and says, well, I'm not too sure about that. Next thing I know, I'm in class, working up a sweat and loving every minute of it, with my loving, kind long-suffering wife, as she likes to say, right there beside me. And guess what? Master Dale was right. We discovered we weren't too old to do this after all. 
Yeah, we had to work through some health problems, and frankly, we've both been hurt occasionally. But we've kept going, stuck it out, and now five years later, here we are, newly minted Shodons. A bit older, a bit wiser, and very, very passionate about the martial arts. Which is what this podcast is all about. We want to encourage other older folks to get into the martial arts or keep going if they're already there and are getting a bit discouraged. Older people who haven't grown up doing martial arts sometimes have problems unique to them, and we want to give them a forum to discuss it. Also, we want to talk about different topics than the other martial arts podcasts I've heard. I mean, some of them are so serious, and yeah, we want to talk on serious subjects, but we also want to talk on things that are just about being an old guy, you know. Uh, for example, if you're an old guy and you want to, you know, start a martial art, which martial art do you start? I mean, some of them are really good for us and some of them probably aren't. Uh, how do you pick the right dojo? How do you know these people are going to understand your particular problems? Uh, how do you pick a good sensei as opposed to a bad sensei? Um, you know, things like, uh, we're also going to talk about things like politics in the martial arts, you know, loyalty in the dojo. How important is that? Um, if you're an old guy, a lot of times you're going to find yourself instructed by kids, you know, teenagers or younger, you know, and they sometimes have unreasonable expectations. They don't really know what an old guy can do. What do you do about that? Since I'm a teacher, we're also going to talk about things that are, you know, for instructors. Is MMA for kids really a good idea? Um, and, you know, plus we want to have interviews. We want, like to talk to some of the people who deal with this, have dealt with this, you know, or either started late you know, in their life uh, to do martial arts or teach people who have started late in their martial arts. Um, this particular podcast, we're going to interview uh, Soki Don Madden of the American Karate and Jiu-Jitsu Union. Right, Nancy? Yeah, enough talk, talk, talk. Let's get started. Okay, Sensei? Okay, Sensei. Man, I love saying that. All right, fighters ready? Hajime. Hajime. For our first episode of Old Farts Martial Arts, we are honored to be allowed to interview one of the legends of American martial arts. If you're into the martial arts in the United States, I'm sure you recognize the name Don Madden. Don Madden is a 10th degree uh, grandmaster in karate and in jiu-jitsu. He's a 6th degree judo black belt. He is the founder of the All-American Karate Do Union. He is the founder and chairman of AKJU, All-American Karate and Jiu-Jitsu Union, Team America. He's traveled all over the world, teaching and competing. His list of accomplishments as a martial artist goes on literally forever. He, uh, his, he's taught literally hundreds and hundreds of people of all levels in many, many countries. And as I said, he's competed all over the world. He's taught 115 All-Americans. He has had more students in the USA Karate and Jiu-Jitsu team than any other federation in the United States. He is a Ph.D. He is the author of two books on Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, he wrote the original papers on the two-man referee system, which we, he took to England and France in 1969, and from this, the mirror system was developed, which is used for all international competitions. He is an amazing man, and I am honored to say he is Nancy's and my mentor and our friend. So we'd like you to welcome and help us welcome here to our very first episode of Old Farts Martial Arts, Grandmaster Soki Don Madden. Soki Madden, it's an honor for you to take the time here at Eastern International Martial Arts Black Belt Hall of Fame to talk to us. You have no idea how important this is to Nancy and I right now. We feel very strongly that we need to encourage older folks 
and by older folks, I mean people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, to get involved in martial arts. We started late, as I'm sure you know. It, there were a lot of times it got kind of tough, and we probably would have quit if it hadn't been for your encouragement and that of Sensei Thayer and people like Traylon Smith and Paul Franks and uh, your daughter, Heather. I mean, everybody's just been wonderful to us. I'm just going to, if it's all right, I'll I have to ask you a few questions, and we'll just have a chat. Sounds fine. Okay. Um, first of all, I, I was actually asked this by a teacher I work with, and she said the same thing I did when I started. She said, I said, she said well, I'm much too old to do this. And I said, well, you know, is it something you wanted to do? Oh, yes, I want to do this for quite some time. And I said, well, okay, how old are you? She said, I'm 41. I said, honey, I have shoes older than you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it kind of brought up the first question, which is, in your years of experience, is there an age where you kind of have to say, eh, I don't think so? No, I think any age is good. And the first thing I do is I tell the people, relax, have fun, go at your own pace. Don't try to hurry and learn everything at one time. Take your time. The belt rank is not important. I said, you've got all the time in the world. Take advantage of it. Enjoy life, but learn. If you make a mistake in a kata, it's not important because sooner or later the kata will come to you and you'll learn it. But the main thing is learn to relax, have fun, go at your own pace. Yeah. If you get tired, stop yeah you know when we were in ireland nancy and i got all stressed out i mean because we were novices hadn't really done this before and you looked at me and you said are you having fun and the first thing that almost came out of my mouth is do i look like i'm having fun <laughs> but in the end i discovered you know what i was having fun so i think a lot of times we especially older folks we're afraid of looking stupid don't you think well my philosophy is and i learned this later on in life if i'm gonna make a fool of myself I'm going to be the best fool there is. <laughs> That's a philosophy I've been living most of my life. <laughs> well, if you if you had some advice to give to older students uh, that are kind of hesitant, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, let's face it, I'm 50, Nancy's 50. I shouldn't say that on the air, but I'm saying it anyway. Thanks for giving out my age. Uh, well, what can I say? <laughs> but I can understand people being hesitant at certain points in your life. What advice would you give them? Just give it a shot? That's the main thing I would say is give it a try, but take your time. Have fun. It's not there to try to kill yourself. It's not to be a soldier. You're there to learn something which would be beneficial to your life, to your health, and to your well-being. And the main thing is it gives you the positive thought if you do it the right way. Mm -hmm. But you've got to learn to relax and have fun doing it. It has been a blessing in both of our lives. I mean, meeting all these people has been wonderful, and, and it's basically kept us healthy. I mean, with my medical history, you know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think I'd see 50. That's one of the reasons we want to encourage people to do this. But it does bring up another point, and that is the older you get, the more health problems you have. Let's be honest. You, I mean, even you yourself, you've had some problems in the last couple of years. Well, my problems was coming off the roof. Uh, when I came off the roof, I damaged my spine. It mm -hmm. wasn't anything to do with the martial arts. The martial arts saved me more than anything else because the fall I would have done could have really done some very more serious damage than what it was. <clears throat> but knowing how to fall, how to land, yes, I did damage myself. I damaged my right knee. I damaged my spine. But my spine, I'm continuously pain all the time. But now... You know, I still have that positive outlook on life. I don't want to give up, but I know, if, okay, Don, your knee is swollen up too much tonight. Go easy. Mm -hmm. 
Take it easy on yourself. Don't try to do these kicks. Don't try to do all these things. You can know how to tell the people how to do it without doing it yourself. But I've got to stretch my legs. I've got to move my legs back and forth to keep myself going. Sometimes it's hard to even pick my feet up to put my shoes on. But that's because I got spine injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, But now uh, I may end up, end up having doing some spine surgery. If it does, my thoughts are it's going to be good. I'll soon be 75. My heart is in the heart of a 40-year-old. And this is what they told me. Better than mine, probably. <laughs> uh, they told me my blood is clear. My lungs are clear. Everything about me is in excellent health. The only thing is I did, I damaged my body from falling. Yeah. But now the, anything else from that is that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the main thing is I keep a positive outlook. I travel. I see the world because I love education. So I've pushed education for the kids, and I'm self-educated. The farther I ever went to school was the uh, 12th grade I graduated. Mm-hmm. I was the fourth Madden to ever graduate in America since our people came to this country. Uh, my parents went as far as the seventh grade, mm-hmm. and that was it. But I've always studied history. I've studied the uh, geography. I've studied uh, the politics. I study everything I possibly can I read. I read the Scientific American magazine. Uh, I like different philosophers. I got all the tapes and all the uh, philosophers from uh, Plato on up. And uh, I listen to what their thinkings is and what their philosophy is. Uh, By working hard and working with people, the main thing is is loving life and loving people. Mm -hmm. And if you're there to help, I've worked in soup kitchens to help people. I was born during depression. There was three families lived in a four-room house. I then we then finally got moved out in the country. We had a three-room house. The first room was towards the street. It was the living the front room we called. Then the middle room with the pot belly stove. We had no electricity, no gas, no water. And my job every morning was to bank the fire in the fireplace into the uh, pot belly stove, take the ashes out, get the stove built up. We had a uh, iron stove which mother cooked on and we had to put wood in it should would get all lit up that heated the kitchen we had the one apart here that nighttime the kitchen fire went out but we still had the pot belly stove mm-hmm. we had chickens we had eggs to eat mm-hmm. and i'd walk down the railroad tracks many times with a burlap bag picking up coal and bring it home so we could have some heat and my father some wood talked about that many times yes and uh you know you raised that way you stop and think who are you? Where did you come from? And then you're there to help your neighbors. My mother used to say that the highest achievement of humanity was to help other humans. It was yes, to help it is. other people. I was taught the same thing, and I believe in it. Some of the best advice you've ever given both of us was when to stop. I would say, Soki, this hurts. And you'd say, well, don't do that. And I'd say, but I have to do this. This is the move. And you would say, no, this is the way it's supposed to be done. But if you can't do that, then you need to adapt it to you. That's something I think of a lot of martial artists especially older folks, need to know, you know, you can still do the martial arts. Yeah, you may not be able to kick somebody in the head. I know I can't, but uh, I think that's important that they realize that it doesn't mean that you're a wimp if you stop, but you just don't stop. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't give up. Well, there are certain times, like when a person gets older, if you fight someone who is young, who's actually wanting to be a show-off and try to hurt you, you say, I'm sorry, but I don't want to fight you no more. Yeah. I mean, that's a smart thing to do. You say you don't know control. You're, uh, you don't fight the way that what you, we want. You've got to realize 
I can't move as quick as you. I can't jump as high as you. And you got longer endurance because you're younger. Yeah. You're so right. if you're going to do anything, you should be there to help teach me to do it. Yeah. It ties into uh, what we were talking about when we were uh, you know, talking about the questions before the interview. And I said, you know, what do you do if you're an older guy or an older person and you have these young senseis and they they have the best of intentions? You know, they really, really want to help you, but they don't understand what it's like to be you know i mean if you're 17 years old let's face it when we were 17 you know you could run all day and you know never very seldom ever hurt and if you hurt yourself 24 hours later you were great they don't understand that when you're 50 those aches and pains don't go away you know not for a long time what do you i mean what advice do you give if you're an older person and you're taking from a younger sensei and they just don't get it well my advice to that is to say sensei I'm older than you, and I can't do these movements. I'll do what I can, but I cannot do the movements that you do and ask of me. Mm-hmm. And the sensei should have enough compassion and understanding to know this. But if you practice and loosen up do what you can, pretty soon you'll loosen up more. Mm-hmm. The idea is never stop moving, never stop thinking. I've been trying very hard um, to concentrate more on stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, as I age, uh, because you know, where I used to be heavy, I have really bad knees and ankles. We've talked, you know, <laughs> you and I have a kindred spirit here on this far as the knees are concerned. And I've discovered that the more I stretch and the more I think about what I'm doing before I do it, that really helps. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, we have some very good young senseis in our dojo, but, uh, many times I've had to do exactly what, and it, you know, sometimes you just don't want to admit that you're getting older don't you agree well that's always true but still you want to be able to do things that you're capable of doing why stretch and hurt a muscle just for your pride yeah you're right about that if a person's got too much of an ego then they're only going to hurt themselves and do them damage they did dropping out mm-hmm. the idea is to do what you can if it hurts say i'm sorry that hurts i can't do it yet mm-hmm. it's going to maybe take me another year before i get to it but i'll get to it sooner yeah. or later so just have patience, and they'll just look at him and laugh. Just have patience, and, you're, and, it, and it is supposed to be fun. It you is. Know, don't you agree? I mean, you don't want it to, you want it to you want to work hard, but you still want it to be fun. You want to have a certain amount of enjoyment at it, whatever age you're at. Yeah. Well, when I used to teach at the Olympic Training Center, uh, I'd, we did a lot of different things and talked about philosophies and things like that. You know, go through different training seminars, and one thing they always said: you should never train longer than one hour. Mm-hmm. He said, but after one hour, it becomes a chore, it becomes hard work, and you can do, your muscle starts breaking down. Mm-hmm. That's when you should, you know, stop after an hour. Uh, you should drink plenty of water. Uh, you got to eat the right foods to keep have the energy. Uh, if it's not fun, people don't want to do it. Right. A lot of people will drive and say, well, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And they drive you through it. Mm-hmm. And driving you through it is not using the common sense. I take a class and I should go through the basic movements, but go through the katas, go through the fighting and the terminology. Not the terminology, excuse me, that's a different time we use it, but we use it during the class of mm-hmm. talking. So uh, doing this, they learn as they go. Mm-hmm. But I tell the people, if you get the place where you feel weak, sick, dizzy, stop. That's if you advice. get the place where you get to place in the summertime where you're really thirsty or even the winter months because it's drier, mm-hmm. Stop. Get some water. If you need a break, let me know and take it. 
Eric say, time out, coach. I'm going to go in the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, do it. You know, yeah. but the thing is, I try to teach. When I was a national coach for the United States, I always told the people, learn to have fun. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the people come from very strict and hardcore type of senses, which they felt that they had to go out there and, and just not have fun, but to work hard. Mm-hmm. And what it was a so intent of doing, they couldn't really do. Yeah. There, it showed in their fighting. It showed in their katas. They look good in their katas, become fighting. They couldn't do it. And uh, But everything was so regimented that they didn't know how to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And you've got to take time to enjoy everything you do. You enjoy, as a music teacher, you enjoy what you do. You love your job. I love my job, yeah. And by doing this, you do a good job with it because you can have fun with it. Yeah. It's, it's, I have fun teaching. You know, it's it's funny. You and I, I said to you one time, and you kind of grinned at me. I said, uh, I don't understand why everybody in the world doesn't want to do my job. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nancy laughs at me, because, but that's the truth. I, I sometimes wake up and I think, you know, if people have realized how much fun this is, everybody would want to do this, you yeah, know. That's right. And that's kind of how I feel about martial arts now, you know. I mean, it's like I never realized what I was missing. I wish I'd started younger. But anyway, a couple of more questions very quickly. No I know problem. I'm taking so much of your time. No problem. Um, okay, if I'm an older martial artist or I want to be an older martial artist, what martial arts do you recommend? I mean, where do you start? I mean, I know Nancy and I started with karate because, well, to be honest with you, it was something I wanted to do as a kid. But is there a preferential place to start? I prefer that people start in the karate. Uh, the reason why it teaches your foot patterns, your movements, your hips, your swinging, it is the number one type of fighting and self-defense and the mental discipline of learning the katas and the movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fighting part of it is learning the techniques. It doesn't matter if the person is the best fighter in the world or the best kata person. The thing of it is is to enjoy what you're doing and learn these things because that's what's going to work. Mm-hmm. But the uh, main thing is, as I always tell people, relax. And I say, you have fun, you can talk. If I start talking, I'm the sensei. Right. This time you got to be quiet. you got to pay attention to what I'm saying. That's only respect. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Do you, do you think, I mean, I know that I, we, Nancy and I were very fortunate. We were very, very fortunate in that we just happened to luck into I think of it as the hand of God, quite literally. But we lucked into having walking into a dojo that understood what it was like to teach older students. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Dale Thayer's very patient and very, you know, he's a great sensei as far as, you know, okay, Kevin, that was stupid. (laughs) You know, don't do that again. You're going to hurt yourself. You know, did that hurt? Yes. Well, then don't do it. But you know, as a martial artist, don't you think? I think it's don't you think it's important to find the right dojo? It's very important. If you go into dojo where they're hardcore, they say they're fighting full contact, their mentality is completely off. Mm. Uh, if you go into a dojo and the guy's got a stick going around cracking your leg and getting your feet in the right position, the wrong dojo. Yeah. If you see the instructor up or hollering and screaming and yelling and making demands of the people. That's the wrong dojo. If you walk into a a dojo and you see the people are friendly, they're having fun, they enjoy doing what they do it, then you've got the right dojo. Because that's what you want to look for is something that you can enjoy and you see the other people enjoying. If they come out and they're worn out, they're tired, they're angry, and they're fussing about something, then, of course, you know, you got to think, now is this where I want to be at? 
Now, if you see a lot of dojos will have these things where they have a lot of gossip going on. They have a lot of different uh, things going on. These things you got to be aware of, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to watch, you know, who you take it from, wh- what they're teaching, because the students will end up being like the sensei. Uh, I got two clubs, which comes from another area, and I knew the instructor very well. He's dead. He died now a few, about two or three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. But I told the people who recommend him, I said, I don't know if I want these people in or not, because mm-hmm. they learned from this person, and I knew who this person was. I knew he'd lie, he'll cheat, he'll do anything he possibly can. And the student follows the master. And the, the students follow. And... uh Sure enough, I says, okay, I'll accept these people on your, your word to come in. Well, first of all, they come in gangbusters, I mean, the two different clubs, and really wanting to work hard. Then pretty soon, they just start, wow, he started getting angry about certain little things. It doesn't, because they can't get a rank higher, belt rank every year. Yeah. You see, they didn't want the time. They want to get higher because somebody else in their area has got a higher rank. Mm-hmm. And the rank is not important. It's knowledge is important. And uh, I tell you people, well, you've only been here this time and you want a, another rank. <laughs> you've got your belt. Here's when you started. Here's where you should be. You know, you can't be promoted too quick. You've got to have some time. you got to learn to think. Yeah, you're right. And uh, both these clubs are now all of a sudden gone. But they turn out being just like their instructor who owes me money in the past. And I'll never see it, but I count off his experience. It's interesting that you should, you know, bring that up because I really think it's important. Any martial artist, I think it's important you find the right instructor. I think that's really a valuable piece of wisdom. And if you're a parent and you're looking for the right instructor for your kid, that's one thing. If you're an adult, I think it's even in a way, it's even more vital. It's vital for the children as well as the adults. Because if you get a, a, a child in there who takes karate or martial arts from someone who has a nasty disposition, someone you could not trust, someone you feel leery about. It's not only not good for the children, it's not good for the adults either. You're very right. As a teacher, I, I constantly am I'm trying to be the person that I want them to be, and I think that's really important. I think that if you're not a good example, then you're not going to be a good teacher. I feel the same way. Let me ask you one more question, and I'll wrap up, and I appreciate you taking all this time. I know this is your weekend, and I appreciate it. If you were me, what question would you ask you? What question would I ask? Yes. Well, I think that all these questions, if you've asked me, is the same thing I'd probably ask you. But the main thing is, do you enjoy what you're doing? Do you enjoy traveling? Do you enjoy life? Do you put uh, the material things ahead of yourself? Do you put yourself ahead of everybody else? Do you mm-hmm. think that you should have more um, given to you than what the other people have? Or should you be uh, learning to lo- at a faster pace? So a lot of different things I look at, but I look at people when I uh, recommend people. I look at the people and I recommend them. And I, they're pushed to all the black belts that uh, get into the Hall of Fame. They're pushed to bring the people in front of me. Mm-hmm. Not bring them out personally in front, but send their names in. I okay them and send them to John. Now, John says, tells these people, you know, you've got to send these to Don Madden. Mm-hmm. Because when I have a tournament, interclub tournament, basically, I walk around and I try to watch every single person. I watch their personalities. Yeah, you do have an eagle eye. 
I've noticed you're everywhere. I'll, I'll look around and there you'll be. <laughs> well, I'm interested in people. Mm-hmm. And I want people who are good people. I don't want people out there who's going to take advantage of their instructor, advantage of their other students. I don't want people out there trying to hurt somebody. I've taught my children how to be honest. You see, because I don't like a thief. I don't like somebody who takes advantage of somebody. And I've taught my children to be that way. And my daughters, thank God, I mean, they're there to help. They will not take somebody that doesn't belong to them, and they return it. And, I mean, I'm so proud that my daughters are that way. Well, you know, I've told you before, I I think that um, one of the things that impressed me most, especially early on in our study of karate, is the many moral people that we've met and the many really good kids. I mean, I deal with kids on a daily basis, and, you know, it's really important that kids have a moral basis. Mm -hmm. And I... You know, for me, the martial arts is not just about katas and fighting and all that. It's it's, it's a way of life, right? It's it's honor. I mean, we talk about honor a lot, but it's it really means living your life for something beyond yourself. Yes. Well, I tell you this: I've had several people who come to my dojo, which is very likable people, mm-hmm. and they're con artists. They come in for certain <laughs> reasons. Uh, very soon, you see what kind of person you are. You don't want them there. Yeah. If I find someone that comes into my dojo that has drugs, I bodily throw them out the door. Yeah. And I have so several done. And I tell them, don't come back in. You're not welcome. I'm going to put your name into the police. I don't want these drugs to go to these children. I think some of these drugs they have is very addictive. They're ruining the mind. And uh, they, when a person ruins a person's life, uh-uh, I've got no mercy for these people. Yeah, you destroy the mind, you destroy the person. You destroy them. I yeah. mean, what is the difference between that and killing the person if you already destroyed them? I don't see the difference. I never I mean, have. That's the way I look at it. I mean, <laughs> I know it's very hard. What, you think that way? Yeah, I do think that way. You know, your entire life you've been building, you've been building people. That's the way I think of my job. I think of my job as I'm building people, and they're people I want to be with. And you're right. You can't let other people tear down what you've worked at, you know, and you certainly can't let people play with human lives. No, you can't. I tell you, I've always been a victim of a lot of gossip. Mm-hmm. I've had people who are very jealous because I think I've got something. But I share with all the instructors. There's no time that I have a tournament, a bell test, that's not shared with the instructors. Mm-hmm. And one day I know you two will be more likely starting a club of your own. I hope to. And I know you will, and you'll do a good job with it. Yeah. Thank you. And when you do that, you'll have your students. You'll be sharing as well. Well, Soki, I certainly appreciate you taking time on your busy weekend. And this is your free time. You finally, you know, we had the award ceremony, and I know you're tired. And But I just wanted to take one moment, you know, personally tell you that I do appreciate all the work you've done with Nancy. And I, I know Nancy does. Right, Nancy? Yes, since this is the only word I got in edgewise. Oh, hush. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I do appreciate this and I appreciate you taking the time to do something silly like this for us. And, uh, you know, I hope it turns out as well as you think. And I hope it turns out good for you because I think what you're doing sounds like a good little program. You're getting set up to help the older people. I never consider myself old, even though I'm going to be 75. <laughs> In my mind, I can still run and jump and jump fences and everything else. Yeah. But my body says, Don, you wrecked your body. <laughs> yeah. Your health is good, but your body's been wrecked. 
Now you got to repair it. Well, I had to laugh so. <laughs> when Nancy called you and she said that we were doing this project. And I said, and I was, I was saying, she was saying, should I tell him what it's called? I said, well, yeah, of course you need to tell him that it's called Old Farts Martial Arts. And your response was, are you calling me an old fart? <laughs> I never call my Soki an old fart. Well, I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Soki, for your time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. For more information on Old Farts Martial Arts, check us out at ddragonkarate.com. Or drop us an email at kevinlmiller1 at gmail.com. Well, Nancy, I suppose that wraps up our first episode of Old Farts Martial Arts. Is there anyone you'd like to thank? I'd like to thank Soki Don Madden for being a dear friend and taking time out from the Black Belt Hall of Fame to come up and do our very first interview. Yeah, that is very nice of him. And uh, Soki Madden, if you're listening, we really appreciate it. If you're uh, interested in more information on the AKJU Team America, then go to akjuteamamerica.com on the Internet, and that's his website. In the future, we hope to have other great senseis join us for interviews, but we would also like to know what you, the listener, thinks. So if you have a topic, please don't hesitate to drop us a line at kevinlmiller1 at gmail and let us know what you think. It's very important that we know we're meeting your needs, hopefully in an entertaining fashion. Nancy, I'd say that just about does it, wouldn't you? Yes, I think that does. Okay, so you folks out there, we'll talk to you soon, and have a great karate day. Mm -hmm.